0: Wap Babalu, my lump bump bump to the food Oh, to the food oh, rude. To the food oh, rude. To the food oh, rude. To the boot, oh, rude. Oh, wap Babalu, my lump bump bump. I got a girl named Sue. She knows what to do. I got a girl.
1: Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 101. We have returned.
2: We have returned. Rest in peace, Little Richard. Uh, one of the greatest. The fathers of rock and roll, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm one of your hosts, I'm so Mike.
2: And I'm Tyler. Welcome. As always, we'll start with sports. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Don Shula. Um, one of the, a legend in all of mm-hmm. sports, probably. I think everyone considers him a legend um but uh where you want to start in sports
1: i gotta say man uh with the fact that nothing's going on right now Mm -hmm. like there's more of a there's more attention on this uh, last dance documentary yeah and they've really taken advantage of like teaching people about what jordan's career was like
2: Mm, yeah yeah
1: uh, and it was interesting to me seeing some of the stuff like I, I obviously didn't get to see everything because I was I was born in 95. So mm-hmm. uh, but seeing like his first retirement, seeing what happened with his dad, uh, just seeing how he overcame certain things was really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I think a lot of people don't know him outside of basketball as well because it wasn't like it is now where, you know, it seems like we know way too much about certain athletes. Right. Uh, back then, it was just whatever Mike told you is all you knew. Right. Or, you know, whatever interviews told you. But uh, I think this is stuff like this is good for those kind of those celebrities back then. I think it's important that we know a little bit more about them.
1: And I like how Mike, uh, Mike addresses some of the controversial things from his career, like directly. Mm hmm. Uh, it's very, you know, he, he believes in certain things. He believes, you know, how, how much attention he gave to basketball was more important in certain things. So, uh, that was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. All right. Uh, anything else about that?
1: Uh, no excited to see, uh, the last two episodes coming up Sunday, right? Yeah, they just uh, they got to the, uh, the the them playing the Pacers. Yeah. I was looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, him and Reggie?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Reggie, one of the most underrated players of all times, for sure. Yeah. I, I think people don't forget how raw he was as a shooting guard. It really wasn't anything he, he couldn't do. Shooting was just what he did better than everyone else.
1: Yeah, and Indiana was good. They were good, like, yeah. Indiana was coming up at, at that point, so.
2: They were that's starting five. The starting five was tough. Real tough. Um <clears throat> okay, cool. Uh, you want to move on to the Duke?
1: Yeah, stay in basketball.
2: <sighs> Coach K man. You better watch his back. They're coming for him. Right. Attorneys. Uh, representing Zion Williamson's former marketing representative and uh, her and her company Oh, yeah, the attorney's company have asked the New Orleans Pelican star to admit that his mother and stepfather demanded and received gifts, money and other benefits from persons acting on behalf of Adidas and Nike and also people associated with Duke to influence him to sign with the Blue Devils and to wear Nike or Adidas products. Uh, Man, what do you think about this? i mean are you surprised no are you surprised he's getting caught this happens to a lot of the
1: this happens to a lot of the megastars yeah and when i say a lot like think about the last time somebody's been as hyped up as zion was
2: it's been a long time
1: it's probably lebron but well, yeah. As
2: much as Zion, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and if you remember, LeBron went through this same thing, yeah, with his. I mean, it was a little bit of a smaller scale where his mom like accepted a car, I think. Uh, but
2: <laughs> that's not that small of a scale.
1: I mean, it's I, just—I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Yeah, just to me, this it wasn't happens, as many people involved either. Yeah, to me, this happens at that level, mm-hmm. and and it's. I just don't really know like it's kind of a it's it's tough to take a side in this situation.
2: Mm, explain.
1: Like take Duke's side or Right. Zion's side? Right, because you you understand what, you know, where both sides are coming from.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the thing is it, it seems that it almost seems sillier on Zion's side to do that when you know you're going to the NBA, like why do I need benefits now when just a year and a half from now I'm gonna get five million dollars? You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of silly to to you know risk your um, I don't want to say morals because it's not necessarily a moral thing, but kind of like you know ben- break the rules for such a small thing when you're going to get the bag later. <laughs> Nike gave him the bag. I mean, Jordan, right? Gave him the bag. Yeah. So like uh that's the part to me that makes it silly for someone in Zion's position. And for um I, I get it from the school's perspective and the um and the uh Adidas and Nike's perspective. I understand. But what do you say? Like, if if we don't do it, someone else will. And, you know, it, that has to be a full-scale thing that either none of them do it or all of them can do it. Because okay. when one does it, then everyone else is at a disadvantage just because they don't get caught. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but how do you fairly punish that?
2: It's, I don't know, it's, it's tough. That's what I mean. It, like, if you're Nike and I'm Adidas, and, you know, Puma's over there. Puma gives them, gives them a car. And then Nike and Adidas are automatically at a disadvantage. So they would have to give a gift to be in competition. Which right. So it does, like, fall on everybody at that point. Because we can't just sit back while everyone else is giving gifts and they're not getting caught. And just say, oh, we're just not going to do it because we don't want to get caught. Then, you know, you lose all the business to The cheaters that win so um, it's tough it's really tough Um, I'd like to know what is on the line for uh, for like everyone involved in this
1: yeah to me the company should be punished more so than Zion
2: oh yeah I don't think Zion's gonna get punished Zion could only get punished in the act not now. Like, right. if he was still in school, he would be kicked out of school and lose eligibility. Yeah. But now, I mean, can't do anything now. It will just be Duke or, um, you know, Nike and Adidas. Uh, so, yeah, that is, that is weird. I'd like to see what the possible consequences are, basically. That's what I really want to know. Yeah. What is Duke? At risk of losing scholarships, what wins? Um, Is it just going to be that year? Is it going to be multiple years? You know. How involved
1: is Coach K, too? Uh, It doesn't matter. I mean, mostly.
2: Yeah, I mean, in that situation, if anyone is involved, it has to fall on Coach K, because they'd say, "Well, why did you hire someone that is going to do this?" That's going to ruin the whole school thing. It's like, I mean, I, I don't know if they ever proved if Patino was involved, but he said his assistant coach did it, and it has to fall on Patino. Right. You know, why aren't you monitoring your assistant coaches? You know? Yeah. And then they'd say, well, Coach K, you don't know why Zion picked the school? You didn't notice that he was driving a new Mercedes? <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so... Yeah, it really doesn't matter his involvement, but I don't think it's going to fall on him too much. Duke's obviously not going to fire him, you know. uh, If anything, they lose some wins, but they haven't been that great
1: lately anyway. Yeah, I just think, like you said, it would have been a bigger deal if Zion was still in school. Like, you saw what happened with the Memphis uh, kid,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And, and he lost, you know, the year, basically.
2: Yeah, and his was like way more minor than this. Yeah. Just because Penny helped him move.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. And it um, was, you know, Penny didn't, Penny was allowed to finish out the year as far as I saw.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't fall on, it wasn't a, um, you know, sanction against Penny. Right. It's about the players taking the gifts, not the coaches giving the gifts. That's the other thing. When it's in that situation. Um, but I think when it's after, someone has to get punished, so... And you can't punish Zion now. He's a grown man, basically, you know, in the system.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, But, yeah, uh, it's happened to other players, too. I mean, some players have done it and just were done before they even made it to college, before they even got to get on campus, lost their year, lost their whole college eligibility. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, interesting. I saw another another kid um going to the D League. I think he's a European kid, maybe.
1: Yeah, Real... I've, I've seen it's been popping up. Yeah, seems like every week some new like maybe not the the, the top prospect, but like you know an upper tier prospect.
2: And I wanted to bring this up last time and I forgot, but how? does the contract this is why I wonder and this is what I would do if I was in this situation. Do you have to go to the draft from the D-League if you're straight out of high school?
1: You mean like you what do you mean? Like
2: do you have to get drafted? Like do you have to put your name in the draft? Because if I was number one recruit I'd go to the D League, kill it. Say I'm not, I'm not going to the draft. I want a contract. They say, well, you know, you have to get the rookie contract from the draft. Oh, I'm just like, to okay. get
1: like signed.
2: Yeah, just give me five, give me a five-year contract. I don't want the three-year. I want the five. I want fifty million. It's easy. I mean, well, because then you're not a rookie. You're not the. You're not in the draft with the draft contracts. You know what I'm saying?
1: i think you should i think you have to enter the draft but i just wonder if that's a rule i can't imagine there being a loophole like that and nobody's taking it
2: well they haven't done it this is the first time we're going straight to the d league so next year we'll see if someone takes it but i mean that that's what i would do shoot why would i go to the rookie contract and only get nine over three years
1: no i got you i completely agree
2: Especially if you guys already know you want me, and then I will go to every team I want. If I, if the Knicks are the first pick, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to the draft. I'm gonna just I'm gonna stay home. I want to play for the Warriors. I'm waiting for the Warriors uh, contract.
1: But this this hypothetical player that would do this would have to really show out in the in the G League.
2: Would he? I mean. Think about it. Um, some of the guys, some guys who get drafted high go to college just because they have to, right? Or they don't go. And then they, you know, no one really cares about what they do <laughs> in college. A lot of the first picks. was going to be first pick if he played in college or not. So if he went to the D League and just went through the motions and said, okay, I'm not going to the draft. I want to go. I want to play for the Lakers. I want to play with LeBron right now. They said, Well, you know, you have to go to the draft. Okay, okay. Well, do I? I'm not Well, in
1: that situation, it's like a you know, high profile like prospect coming in.
2: Well well yeah, I'm I'm the guys who are going to the D League are all top ten prospects.
1: But they're not like
2: They're not Zions, I know that. You,
1: but right. But they don't have that stature to come in and be like, like, I want this kind of contract. You know what I mean?
2: But I I mean, to us they're not but Maybe. I didn't
1: think Fultz was the first
2: pick based off of what I saw in college. You know what I'm saying? So these teams have value on guys differently from what everyone else sees sometimes. So I would think Fultz's a situation, I've, I've seen the guys from this year in high school look better than Fultz did in college. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. I'm just, I am saying hypothetically. But I'm saying, if I'm a player and I already know I'm getting some traction in the league, I say, you know, I'm not going to risk getting hurt in the D-League, but I'm a, I'll play. But I'm not going to go average 50 points a game because the NBA guys don't do that. So I'll just go get my 15 and 8 and 5, and I'm just going to pick whatever team. I'm not even going to look at the contracts unless it's coming from the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, if you know the Lakers want you... Like LeBron was at Zion's game.
1: It's just, it, it's it like depends on the player's stature. I,
2: no, I know, I know it depends on the player's stature whether he can do that. But I'm saying, why wouldn't someone if they do have the stature do that? Do you think that do you think that's possible?
1: I, I do. do. You... I I think now, like you said, now that it's kind of starting to become a thing with guys really going to the G League. Mm-hmm. Over the NCAA, yeah, uh, I think potentially we could find out if it's there's really a loophole like that.
2: I mean, that would be,
1: and they you know, would, they would rush to change that so fast.
2: And it, it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to say I'm going to the, like a championship team. Maybe the kid's from New York and New York didn't get the first pick and he's the projected first pick. He said, so, you know, I'm not going to the draft. Because, or, you know, Nick isn't, the Knicks aren't the projected first pick, but he knows he's good enough to be the first pick. Like, if Zion just didn't want to go to the Pelicans. Like, I know I'm the projected first pick, I'm just not going to go to the draft because I don't want to get picked first and go to the Timberwolves. I want to go to the Knicks.
1: To me, to me, the guys who definitively could do that are like, they're not even, not even the prospects could do that. Like, league-ready guys could do that.
2: Well... Yeah, but if they are there, I mean, and I'm saying first pick guys, but it doesn't have to be a first pick guy. Like, R.J. Barrett wasn't, to me, like, a lock for, was he the second pick? He wasn't a lock to me. Third pick. Third pick. I didn't think he was a lock third pick. I I thought he was
1: close. He, he wasn't just, a lock, but he was kind of a short sure thing.
2: Yeah, so uh, he's a guy. If you said, I want to play for Toronto, and Toronto's nowhere near it, if I think I'm good enough to, if, if I look at the mock draft and I'm in the top five and Toronto doesn't even have a top five pick, I say, I want to play for Toronto. I'm a top five pick. They have,
1: I mean. But that's guys... the thing. That's where I, I hesitate because even if they could make this move, like this is a lot more of a gamble for teams to make.
2: That's what I'm saying. What gamble is it? If it's R.J. Barrett,
1: injured. R.J. Barrett is a prospect. I'm yeah. not. I'm not committing a five-year contract that you know, even maybe not a lot, but it hits my salary cap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not committing that kind of money to R.J. Barrett.
2: But what R.J. Barrett could do is, if you're Toronto and you say you're not going to do that, then everyone else will come up higher. Because they know, well, he really wants to play for Toronto. So, you know, we were the fifth pick. And if he was still available, we really wanted him. So we we're going to throw more money at him since he can't go to Toronto. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's possible. It, it has to be the marketing because he would hire. He would have an agent already. So it's not like he's doing it. Um, if he doesn't go to the draft, he could just hire an agent. And he could do it. You know, they'd figure something out. Rich Paul would get that done.
1: No, like, like it's a, like it's it could happen, but it just, to me, both sides kind of allowing that whole process to play out, I just don't see that happening.
2: We'll see. We'll see. I, I think this is a good loophole for guys who think they're really that good. And it, if you're... But the if question you know is, are
1: be... teams going to think they're really that good?
2: That's what I'm saying. If you're in the mock draft, in the top three, teams, everyone else thinks you're that good. Because some teams who pick high, like I bet the Pelicans could wish they could have Zion on a six-year deal instead of what they have him on. And I'm, I know I keep saying Zion just because he's recent. But, I mean, I some teams are probably, I bet the Knicks wish they could have Barrett longer than they might have him. Cause they have nothing. That's all I'm saying. Some teams are desperate and say, "Man, if we could have that player for longer than three years, we would do it."
1: But then imagine if the Suns didn't just uh, draft Dragon Bender; they signed him to a lot of money too.
2: <laughs> That's their fault. I mean, like you said, it is a gamble. But it,
1: it kills the now. It kills the team even more when they're already like bad a lot of the time.
2: But how, how often does that happen? Because, I mean... It happens all the time. I feel like it happens often. That's what I'm saying. So, I, why would it change for the draft pick? People do... they The teams make dumb decisions all the time. The Knicks would do that. And I, <laughs> I love the Knicks, but the Knicks would easily do that. It would be dumb... To me, yeah. To if me, it teams are really
1: stupid to allow this whole thing to happen.
2: It would be dumb if it didn't work, but the Knicks have done a lot dumber. They signed Joakim to the deal. They had him on. I'd much rather them sign Barrett to five year, eighty million than them sign Joakim at all. I'm ser- and I'm serious about that. Right? No, I'm with you. It's just I, I hey, it's. I'm just saying it because it's possible. If it's possible and players do that, yeah, I, I, think I, I, that. I think it's genius. I think it's genius. If I it think works Adam, out.
1: Adam Silver going to zoom in there to, to shut all that shit down. Hey.
2: That, I'm telling you, if I was the number one prospect, I, I that's 100% what I would do.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Silver did something unprecedented like veto it or something. He might.
2: He might try to pull something like that. Especially if... And I think the hometown one is probably more likely. Because... You know the team. He, you're not going to go to a championship team. You know the Warriors doing that would be tough to have that much money on their contracts and all that. But the Knicks. I'm from New York, and the Knicks are
1: that's 10th that's pick. who would go for that. Is a lot of the bottom feeder teams who have a lot of salary cap and like they need some excitement.
2: And that's and that's how it would happen. You say you know I don't. I really don't want to live anywhere cold I don't want to play for Utah or Minnesota I just want to I want to play for Miami and Miami has a high pick or not Miami now Orlando has a high pick cool that's where I, I mean they don't have the pick that is for me I, that's where I want to go I'm not gonna to go to the draft yeah Orlando just trade your pick and sign me
1: it's gonna be interesting
2: yeah um, but yeah I was thinking about that when i saw uh the what fifth player doing that i was like well that could be that could be the key (laughs) because the draft what are you drafting for why are you going to the draft um especially if you're already playing against pros yeah so anyway um let's see what else we have uh... oh in
1: basketball news we're small thing i got something uh-huh. uh the nba switching from a spalding to a wilson oh really yeah did you see that no that's dude that's awesome i'm a huge i'm a wilson guy
2: yeah i mean that's crazy i, I used to go
1: out of my way when i was in high school when i had like no money i would still buy the 60 dollar wilson basketballs
2: oh i had Every month I'd get one, it felt like. Every few months I was getting another one because they felt amazing. The Evolutions. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Um, The Spalding has been in in it for so long.
1: It feels to me like uh, Wilson's almost a little bit heavier than some of the other basketballs.
2: Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with the grain, the leather um, padding. Because the... I had a couple of the, like, real NBA ones, the Spalding mm-hmm. ones, and they feel so flat. There's, like, no real, the grip is different. Like, yeah. it has to be brand new for it to be, have the grip that Evolution has for, like, a year.
1: Yeah, and it has to be used on a clean court, of course.
2: Right, yeah. One bounce outside and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, I used to punch my friends if they ever dribble my basketball outside.
2: <laughs> yeah, I used to hate that too. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You know how much that costs. <laughs> yeah, and so, man, that's cool. Is it gonna be the evolution though? Do you know? I'm not or... sure.
1: It just they signed with Wilson. I think. Okay. Uh, that's all the details. I saw it on a couple different like websites, social media things. So.
2: Man, that's crazy did you guys um you guys had wilson balls at your school in high school
1: uh in high school yes
2: i hated playing teams that had the nike balls yes they're so light
1: like you (laughs) they bounce way higher than they're supposed to yeah i I couldn't dribble them at all yeah
2: they were weird i I literally
1: I, i used to be with a wilson i was a guard and with uh like with a nike ball i was just a shooting big man
2: yeah i never understood why i mean i Obviously, it's for the contract, but it was so dumb when teams would have Nike. Like, one team in the whole conference had Nike. I'm like, why Why do all of us have Wilson? You guys pick Nike for what?
1: Yeah, we get two basketballs for, like, a 25-minute warm-up. Like, come on.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the coaches always want to use, oh, the basketball is the same ball. <laughs> you know, if it's round and it goes yeah. in the basket, it's... <laughs> Like, no, it is not
1: <laughs> That's bad coaching right there, I'll tell you right now <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, though I completely know what you're talking about
2: <laughs> Yeah, alright Um, okay is, Any other uh, news like that? Any any other random news? Uh, That's pretty nothing good.
1: comes to mind
2: Did you hear about the, uh The, uh Conference call among the greats? LeBron, CP Carmelo <laughs> Had a conference call on when to have the uh season again. Wow. <laughs> like who cares what LeBron says when the season's gonna start? Like it's not his choice. yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I saw that um like there the NBA is more like hopeful since talking to Adam Silver. see, just
2: cancel the season, man. It's crazy yeah. for him to try to come back with this season.
1: I'm shocked the country's opening up, (laughs) which that's like a a whole other thing. Yeah,
2: let's say that's a real big conversation. I think uh, everyone is, except for like two people and they, you know, work in the same house. But like I said, that's a different, that's definitely not a sports conversation.
1: No, back to the season being canceled though. I like what Shaq said. Where, like, even now, you come back, and uh, what if a random team gets hot? What if, like, Orlando gets crazy hot and just make a run? You know what I mean? And then it would be that whole... There would be that stigma of, oh, well, it was because of the random break to the season. Yeah. And that would kind of make it... You know, that would make it... Not unfair, but just kind of strange, I guess.
2: Well, in what way though? Strange, like, like it just what wouldn't feel. You oh, it wouldn't the, feel the, genuine. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah,
1: more like a like a worse ver- version of what the Warriors had to deal with when, like, every point guard in their entire playoff run was hurt. Yeah, yeah. So I gotcha. it's like you know, but that's you know injuries you can't control. This. You 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 control when you come back.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So,
2: yeah, and if I guess the league didn't open practice right because like even though the states were open, the league wasn't letting teams practice together.
1: Yeah, I think some of the facilities are opening up, right? Like the teams so, are opening up their facilities for for guys to use.
2: So what if like I'm asking because what if your state was open before mine? like so that team got more practice or are they not the nba is regulating when they start in practice that's what uh, I'm i think asking. i
1: think team practice they're regulating okay because i haven't heard anything about team pra- i've I've seen like some of the the guys like train together yeah uh you know the the guys who have like their own private s- spots yeah yeah uh which there's which really I, no
2: reason to not have your own gym though by the way
1: yeah really Giannis, are you kidding me
2: he doesn't Gian, have a gym he,
1: Giannis said a couple weeks ago he has like no access to like a basketball court
2: he could have a court built while quarantine is going
1: <laughs> yeah he's talking about I'm, i only dribble in the like the backyard or whatever or, like the driveway i'm
2: like are you kidding me i told you that's what shocked me about the horse challenge yeah I'm like, how does Paul Pierce not have a gym?
1: <laughs> All the years he played? Dude, if I was like a prominent league player, that would be the first thing I invested my money in.
2: Dude, it's only like eighty grand. You should not even. Dude, I mean to get that's for like a nice gym.
1: I saw like a YouTube basketball guy built built his own court. Yeah, man, it's not that hard. Right. Like just get some land.
2: I mean, and the thing is, you could just buy your land and put a gym there. And when you move, just sell it. Everyone, like, there's plenty of places where there's not enough gyms. You know? Yeah. They could sell it to a, a college or something. Extra gym. Cool. I mean, obviously, I think players do it because they move, you know? So I understand, like, they don't want to have, like, anything overly elaborate and then get traded to the, right. you know traded to California the next week and then not have any land, you know what I'm saying? But I don't understand why dropping a hundred grand for a nice gym is, is hard when you make 20 million a year, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I don't know. That was shocking to me. Chauncey, no gym, uh, Trey, no gym. I know Trey's young, so I, I get that, but, Pierce and Zach Levine I would have got a gym right after I won the dunk contest I mean but yeah uh, that is crazy so with teams practicing um I mean with the players practicing together that's his own thing and and that comes from the states opening up so if like Florida's open all right the heat could be working out together without working out and practice
1: yeah yeah so that's what and we don't even know some of these you know we know that these teams are regularly testing the players Mm -hmm. so some of them could secretly be setting up like team practices and team workouts yeah how many coaches in in high school and in you know AAU and college practice more than they're supposed to
2: oh yeah man almost all of them one time my coach was at
1: workouts all summer. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> You're really supposed to have, have practice like 3 weeks before the season or something. Yeah, literally. Max.
1: My, my high school coach wasn't allowed to be at practices for summer league and he would run practices half the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, one, one time my coach had like his son run the practice, but he's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he had to take his son to the practice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, Yeah, that is crazy. It's very possible that they're doing that. But, yeah, I guess they do take it serious. I was going to say, they may not take it that serious, but they probably do. Hmm. Well, yeah, I hope they just cancel it. Just bring it back next year. Start over. I don't think that really is going to affect people that much.
1: I mean, yeah, you know, LeBron gets a year older, but... He's got 30,000 points. He's got a bunch of titles. Yeah, but... And getting a year older,
2: but you're not playing.
1: Right. So it's you not like... Be healthy.
2: Yeah, it's no wear and tear. LeBron's in his... Uh, gym doing those wild sit-ups he was doing. They put on... <laughs> <laughs> those hardcore ab workouts. That's all yeah. he's doing. So... Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too. Like, um... I heard Vince, people saying, if Vince, uh, will Vince come back next year? He was like, well, I'll be healthy, so maybe. He wasn't ruling it out, but yeah, I mean, you're not, nowhere in terror. They only played 50 games, right?
1: Yeah, and guys are getting healthy just because of the time is going by.
2: Yeah, and so there was, for LeBron, it was 50 more games. He's, he didn't have to play,
1: Yeah, you
2: know, the 30 and in the playoffs.
1: No, I, I agree with you. Then, in the overall scheme of things, it shouldn't be that as like that big of an issue.
2: Yeah, I could see maybe for Vince and those guys, it is a year older, but for LeBron, no, I think I think it should be fine. I think it's going to be really good when players who are in, having injuries are back. Like I said about Portland, Portland yeah. being able to come back with everybody next year, hopefully.
1: Um, Nurkic will still be day to day.
2: Yeah. Who, uh, Cousins might be back. Um,
1: John Wall will be back.
2: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> K- Roberson K- will ever play yeah, again. KD will be back. KD will be back, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, Kyrie, too.
2: Yeah. Was, uh, was Boston missing somebody?
1: Um, no, they weren't. They had guys, like, banged up a little bit, but nothing crazy.
2: I feel like someone else big was gone this year. Maybe not. But It's yeah, been so, so
1: long since I watched basketball.
2: Yeah. Feels like it's been a long time.
1: I get Like, I don't even... I, I watched highlights the first couple weeks, and now mm-hmm. I just get sad every, when I watch it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's hard to watch them now. I, I've been watching the classics but it's just kind of when they play the classics again that's heartbreaking like when you see reruns of classics that's when I'm like alright I need the new games back Um, and now they're trying to play like games from this season which is trash have you seen that on NBA TV? yeah January 2nd Harden drops 59 I'm like I don't want to see that
1: Dude, they played, so my local, like the local Comcast Sportsnet, uh-huh. they played like a Wizards playoff series from a couple years ago when Wall went off against Atlanta.
2: Yeah. And they played the, every
1: game in the series. Like, why do I want to see the losses? <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Seeing but the losses. One of the games was like a 30 point blowout. Like, from the first right. quarter, it was a 30-point blowout, and it was on TV. I'm like, what's the point? <laughs>
2: that was when Teague was on, well, yeah. the first stint with the Hawks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is whack. When that they was that. That, that
1: was right when Schroeder was, like, taking his spot. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, uh, that reminds me. Um, So, the Olympics... I haven't heard anything about the Olympics. Have you? Nope. Okay. We're going to keep our eye on that. Um, Alright. I'm off uh, NBA. You got anything else? No. Nah, talk about fighting. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> the fighting leagues are like really trying to finesse the government and get, <laughs> get it all back. Like full strength. The UFC just happened and the dude had Coronavirus he yeah had a couple
1: days out. Before the fact that They didn't cancel I was like wow
2: The day before <sighs> It was the day
1: the day before That's insane
2: Yeah cause like he got actually I think he got Tested the day before and got Positive that day Like the day of the fight he got Was when he got um, told he was Positive Um Cejudo retired, right? Yeah. Did he win?
1: Yes. He retained his uh, title.
2: Bantamweight? Yeah, okay. So, (laughs) he should have been retired, though, by the way. Uh, And now he's trying to come over to boxing. Um, Boxing is determined to get it in Florida. I saw Miguel Cotto, uh, legendary boxer, say, submit a proposal to get them to move it to Puerto Rico. And have, like, all boxing for the rest of this year in Puerto Rico. Everybody. Like, people who normally fight in Vegas will fight in Puerto Rico this year. um, According to his plan. Uh, They're trying to move it to Florida because Florida is the only place that said they could do it. Um, I heard some things. They'll, like, skip a seat with the fans. So only half of the arena will be filled. So you still have the arena feel, but people will be, you know, at least five feet away or four feet or whatever the seats are. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I've heard a lot of crazy things, man, but the, the boxing boxing and MMA are just trying everything to get it done, doing whatever it takes. I like it, though. But I just hope that yeah. they're safe and not just greedy.
1: Yeah, I like that they're trying, but it just doesn't, I mean, the White House is ordering themselves to wear masks, so it's like, we're not, we're not moving off this virus anytime soon. Right. I just, it's hard for me to see how they could figure that out. Right. Because I imagine this guy that got it, I imagine he was being tested prior all the time. Yeah, it seems like that. You know, Dana White was coming on every show talking about we're testing constantly. Yeah. So, I just... The fact that they only found out a day before... Yeah, man. I mean... I,
2: I mean, that's just... It's
1: irresponsible. He, he could have passed it... Like, think about it. It's as easy as if he talked to a rep that talked to a number of the other fighters... Yeah. A number of the other fighters could be carriers. Right. So I just I don't know, man. Yeah. Like you said, as, as long as they're being safe, we we could hope that they'll figure it out.
3: Yep.
2: All right. Um what else is there?
1: As far as sports, uh, I think that's it.
2: Okay. Um trying to think is there is that it did you see the uh first returns for the jerseys
1: no uh,
2: tua is number one over Brady uh Gronk Brady Gronk are um second and third but I was shocked Tua, tua right as number gate.
1: one yeah oh my god how is he so popular I don't know, man. Oh, I'm telling really Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady just moved teams. For those who don't follow football,
2: <laughs> yeah, And he's second in jersey sales already.
1: Yeah, that's.
2: I mean, I get that, but I I was shocked that Tua was over him already.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's my shock. I, I'm not surprised that Brady's that high yeah yeah uh, but Tua being that popular I was not aware
2: yeah I, I thought that was um interesting um you know some some guys were like you know set to be second strings and they were on there like Hurts Jalen Hurts was 10th yeah um I don't have the picture in front of me but I just thought it was interesting that Tua was number one um yeah, man, this is high hopes, a lot of hype. Uh, I don't know what to think about it though. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm more excited to see him play 16 games.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure he's good from the things mm-hmm. I saw. Like, it's kind of a lock that he's a a good talent. Right. But he's got to be able to stay on the field.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Burrow was uh, after Gronk. But
1: I, would in the never to- get a, I would never get a Cincinnati jersey. <laughs>
2: Especially
1: the Bengals. Their colors are so ugly to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it would take a lot. It would take like a really, really, really crazy superstar for me to do that. Like, OD. What's crazy is out of the top ten... I was telling you top 10 names, but out of the top 10, um, just jerseys, two is like the blue and the white were one and two, and then the next four are the, all the colors of Tom's jerseys. And then, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Gronk's, funny. one of Gronk's, then Burrow, then another one of Gronk's, and then another Tom. So Tom has five out of the top 10 selling jerseys.
1: Doesn't surprise me. Yeah,
2: so... Alright, uh, that's pretty much it for sports, as far as I'm concerned. You? Yeah. Is there anything, nothing coming up, huh? They even have the 2K, like, the 2K League on TV now. Which is crazy.
1: They had, like, the South Korean baseball or whatever the other day. Uh-huh. Oh, man, yeah. still couldn't watch it.
2: And they they're playing without fans. I saw the cheerleaders. <laughs> they got the cheerleaders there, and no fans. <laughs> what are the cheerleaders there for? I
1: don't know. All right.
2: Anyway, uh, all right. I'll play, I'll play uh your gym real quick. Um, you want to introduce it?
1: Yeah, the we're about to we're about get into to about. Uh, we're about to get into some music and and uh this. There's some good music that's come out recently.
2: Yeah, uh, this is Kalani featuring Masego. Uh, hate this, hate the club.
4: Baby, oh, oh, you wanna get anti social, baby? We can yeah. head home, baby.
2: That was uh, Kalani and Masego. Hate the club. Masego, man, is so talented that he can be featured for his voice and for the saxophone. Yeah. Well, and anything, probably. <clears throat> but I know he does a lot of writing, too. But um... Alright, you want to just jump right into that?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a good starting point.
2: It was good until it wasn't. Kalani's third album well i don't know what some of her other stuff is
1: second for me
2: okay uh, we, we listened to while we wait was that an ep I, I think so okay
1: if that was an album then then it, it is my third okay uh but to me sweet sexy savage was her like other big album that i remember yeah Yep. uh and i gotta say this night and day different explain. Um this was an, a full R&B album. Yes. Uh Sweet and Sexy Savage was kind of a hybrid where it was she, like you could tell she was an R&B artist but there was a lot of pop approach yeah, it was, to it.
2: It was pop and B for sure.
1: Right. Yeah. This is not like that at all. Mhm. Uh and for me for me, I mean, you know, I'll let you go in a second, but I loved Pretty much everything about this album. Okay. Uh, her performance on it was great. She sounded good on every song. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple tracks that I'm not like a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she sounded good on them regardless. Yeah. Uh, I thought the overall concept of the album was interesting. Uh, it wasn't anything like brand new, but I liked how she executed it. Uh, I like some of the individual song concepts. They were really cool. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
1: And yeah, man, it's just even the skits like fit the narrative of the album. (laughs) Yeah, they did. And it's like weird to me because normally I'm critical. I'm like, why are they even there? Yeah. Uh, And this is one of the few times where I'm like, this is this cool for a skit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's almost like a promo for. I guess for the. For the feeling of the album. Yeah. Uh, But what did you think about it?
2: Uh, I completely agree. Um, Sweet Sexy Savage, although I enjoyed some of it, it it didn't feel, it really didn't feel like she wrote a lot of it. Very dragged out. Yeah, and it it was really long. What, there's no features on it? I mean, to me, that's just, it's, it's tough. You have to be really special to not give me any features. And, uh, you know, she just wasn't there yet in her style. I just didn't feel like it was, I mean, you already said, it just didn't feel like it was her. And this feels like it's like she was involved in everything on this album. Yes. Because it was so, it was so fluid that she must have, you know, it, the writing sounded very similar in every song. And I mean that in a good way. Like it sounded like it was from the same person. Um, I, Her vocals sounded great The features I really liked all the features
1: All of them The, the features I, As soon as I saw them I knew they were great picks
2: Yeah and Most of them I mean Other than James Blake You really can't go wrong With any of the other ones And I'm not saying that James Blake was wrong on this But you can possibly go wrong I've seen it wrong
1: But, but I think James Blake Fits with her sound very well
2: yeah yeah with her for sure
1: Uh, yeah so the only person i could think of that i would have liked to see on here was like maybe six lakh Mm uh but besides that i I love the features
2: i love the features yeah Uh, um man and and you're right um i agree with you some of them are just not for me you know
1: yes of course
2: some of them at one point it was like okay you know we talked about sex the last three songs but then he then she changed it up so perfectly. And even in when, even when she was talking about it, it wasn't that it wasn't a good song. It was a good song. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. And for, you know, people she makes music for, I could see this is fire, straight fire. And it was her. So what she does well at this point lately. Um this is really 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 good album, man. Top to bottom, it's really good.
1: Yeah, man. I- as soon as toxic is such a nice intro for it too yeah it is uh first couple lines i'm like man i, I could tell this is gonna be a good album
2: yeah yeah she uh, worked really hard on this
1: yeah of course tory lanes with another another bucket <laughs> he might be
2: the best featured artist now he might have taken drake's reign well, just because drake doesn't do as much features yeah
1: he's getting up there for sure
2: Uh, I really liked her and Janae together Facts, Uh, um, completely They have the same kind of vibe
1: Uh, I also, like I heard Water before as a single But on this album it almost sounded better to me
2: I didn't hear Water as a single And it sounded fire on the album Yeah, I really liked it What's your top three?
1: Ooh, um Hate the Club is definitely in there
2: Mm Mm-hmm
1: Man Toxic's gotta be in there uh, and I'm gonna throw in. Can you blame me?
2: Okay. Okay. It, Honorable see, it, mention
1: for open.
2: Open is my favorite. Yeah, this is one of those. I think everyone can have a different three. Yeah. Cause it's that good. Uh, my three is open, change your life, and water probably. But, you know, it could be any. It could be like six of these for sure. Six or seven. Uh, yeah. I really liked her in Lucky Day too. I wish Lucky Day had like maybe more, but I liked it a lot. Can you blame me? It was a great song. Everything on here was good. Seriously, that's
1: why I told you it was flawless.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like no, you know I don't I don't like to jump to that conclusion, but just by definition alone, I was like, man, I like everything on here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It I is had, flawless. I had to like after the second time. I was like, man, I'm I, I gotta give it that label.
2: Yeah, and even if I don't like everything, everything is good. There's no bad songs on here. It's just not. uh, She really took her time. And I feel like there was less pressure on here. And I think that was one thing, too, about Sweet Sexy Savage. It was a lot of pressure,
1: it seemed like. Yeah, there was hype around her back then.
2: Yeah, because You Should Be Here was a really solid mixtape and off of that i think she had a lot of people saying we want an album 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 and then you know she had to just throw something out and that's why i think a lot of those songs aren't written by her they're just very uh cookie cutter beats like and i could think of 10 artists that could have did the same song on the same beat and you know this one was definitely just way more personal
1: um cool cover too
2: yeah I like, uh, did you see the picture of like, I don't know if it was the deluxe or the back of it, but like it's the, a front shot. Did, have you seen that? Oh no. Yeah, there's like one of her looking like the album cover and then there's a picture of her from the other side. It's pretty cool. Okay. I don't remember how I saw that, but I did. I saw that. It was pretty cool.
1: This um, is one of the most enjoyable R&B albums I've heard in a while, to be honest. I don't want to compare it to anything yet because you know I've only heard it in a couple times, but man. it's hard
2: for me to even think of the R&B albums that have come out.
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember R&B I remember. albums
1: that like really hit.
2: Yeah, I'm like I'm looking right now. I don't. Yeah, no, nah. I can't remember the last good one. i don't see any in here honestly yeah, but let's Jack get into Peace. some
1: of the other music all right um A high recommendation from both of us yes uh, for sure Kehlani. all right
2: uh chris brown is back chris brown has to have more songs than anyone who has ever lived <laughs> uh, you know maybe prince he might have caught prince by now
1: honestly he might have
2: <laughs> But uh, him and Young Doug have s- teamed up to release uh, Slime and Bee. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I'm curious. I, I want to hear your thoughts first on this one. What did you think? I specifically uh, asked you to finish this.
2: And you were right. The second half is completely different. And um, it- it's cool. It's cool. It was cool hearing them together. Um, it was fun uh, but you know I I probably I probably won't listen to a lot of this again but it was like a really good moment album for me like uh, it's one of those albums that probably if I do hear any of it I'll want to hear like all of it again because it it was fun but nothing on there was like overly crazy I don't see any anything on here on like the radio or anything yeah but I, I like that uh i like the dynamic between them because both of them do seem i don't want to say fun again but like hype the same kind of hype yeah Does that makes sense they have the same kind of energy to me sometimes and i think they did really well with that on this on this project um but it was cool it was a lot of fun
1: yeah i really like the, their chemistry probably is my favorite thing about this yeah uh, because it, this album is kind of cool where the first half of it feels like a Young Thug album. Mm-hmm. That's like Chris Brown is on. Right. Uh, but then from I Ain't Trying and then the next like three, four tracks are very Chris Brown.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then the last three tracks are kind of a, you know, two Chris Brown and one Thug track. But it, it kind of goes back to that Thug energy. Yeah. It's a little more up-tempo, a little more, like, entertaining, a little more dance-oriented. Yep. Um, Undrunk was really fun, by the way. Yeah, it was. Uh, But for (laughs) me, as far as recommending this, I think I would say you you need to be a Young Thug fan. For sure. To, like, really enjoy this.
2: For sure. And I'm not, so it was kind of a force for me, but... Yeah, you do need to be a Young Thug fan to really like it, to have a really good time listening to it.
1: Yeah, cuz cuz I went back to it the second and third time and and like I could just tell like if you if you don't like Young Thug, you're really not going to like the first like 10 tracks. Mhm. Uh and for me, I've been a fan of his I don't know how often I'll go back to this, but uh I had fun listening to it.
3: Mhm. Okay
2: uh yeah i don't think we need to say anything more about that what else we, now we just have individual ones right what'd you hear
1: Well, we got to talk about drake
2: oh yeah yeah yeah. okay drake the demo tapes yes <laughs> uh honestly what'd you think about this um and what, what do you really consider this
1: a mixtape okay Mixtape, all right. Yeah, it's one of those like mixtapes where you've been kind of, you've been active in the industry, so you got like all these random songs, mm-hmm. uh, and all you really need to do is make like maybe five new tracks, and you could put like a tape together. Yeah. And that's kind of what he did. Yep. Uh, and I, I would be mad at it if it was the only thing he was planning on doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because he has an album coming, I I kind of. You know, I, I didn't really put pressure on the and you know expecting anything from this. Yeah, uh, and I liked it for the most part.
2: Okay, I I liked it too for the most part, and um, it's weird
1: because uh, to me, this is probably his worst like project, I guess if you call it that, for sure. But it's <laughs> like because because he's been so great, like it's still not bad.
2: It's not, and the thing is, it's probably the worst group of songs together. But he has some song songs on here that are really good. He has
1: some classic Drake
2: songs on here. Yeah, some of the lyrics on some of those songs towards the end were crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I almost was like, man, you should have saved this that line for something on the album. Yeah, but you know, he just has that. He's just that good of a rapper. But yeah, for me, I really like the beginning. In the middle, he kind of lost me a little bit in the middle. And then he finished really, really strong. Um, just like Drake. And I, I like that it's a lot of experimental stuff on here. Yeah. And I, I think that's important that artists do that on their own time. And, and just see. Because I bet, like, Demons, he probably was, like, never going to put that out. And just to see, like... Just to see if he could do that and how it would sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: his Pop Smoke uh, impersonation. Yeah. I liked it.
2: <laughs> I liked it too. I
1: mean, he's good at that. Yeah, he is. He, he'll take something. And he like... Like I say a Pop Smoke impersonation, but I'm joking. Because he takes things like that and he adds his own flavor to him.
2: Yeah, I love the memes saying... The memes of... Uh, people crying saying when you listen to demons and no pop smoke would have killed this.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's,
1: that's what I immediately thought would be great on it.
2: And he, maybe he was supposed to be on it.
1: Yeah.
2: I, you know, Drake would have caught that wave. Yeah. As soon as pop smoke started getting good, you know, Drake would have been in there in the DMS.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, I was surprised
1: with how much I liked the, the future track. Which one? Uh, Desires.
2: Oh, yeah. That's been out, though.
1: Yeah. That, I hadn't heard it before.
2: Oh, yeah. That, I, um... Maybe it just leaked, though. But I think this was, this version is longer than what it was before. I liked it, too. I liked it. Um, I'm glad Toosie Slide is on here and not on the album.
1: Yes. That, very, was... that makes me very happy.
2: When I first saw the track list, that was actually the first thing i said i was like oh good
1: (laughs) i've already had more than enough of tussy slide
2: (laughs) yeah oh great it's on here um i wish we could actually hear chris brown on not you too
1: but it's a great track it is he's so good on it
2: yeah he is yeah um and the other
1: the other big like classic one for me is losses losses is great losses is just so many captions so many like Social media captions from that
2: That was the main one I was like, man, you should have saved these lines If you didn't like this song, use the lines again, at least
1: But I like that he gave us, like, one track like that Yeah And it was just as I was I was getting to a point where I'm like, man I don't think I like this
2: (laughs) Me too That's what I was saying, he finished strong That middle,
1: bro, there's a middle stretch there Where I'm like, man, I I don't know Yeah so, like time flies, it, time flies. I liked the first time, but coming back, I like hated it more every time. Me too. From uh,
2: time flies to um, to losses. I didn't like And losses. Yes, the was four the first tracks time.
1: that I hated. You too. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, no, but
1: saying. landed was really annoying to me. It was. And then my biggest issue is pain. Nineteen ninety three. <laughs> You know, when you when you alley oop, when you alley oop, like when you throw a perfect alley oop, you expect somebody to you know at least make the layup. But
2: who who did his vocals? That's that's what I wonder. Did he do that or did Drake do that? I don't know. Whoever did that should be fired.
1: I don't know, but Drake, like, <laughs> I I could tell from the first ten seconds of the song, I'm like, this is catered for Playboy Cardi to not sound bad. Yeah. And he Just came on there and was utter trash.
2: Maybe that's why he never like advertised that he was working with Drake.
1: <laughs> Dude, I was I was shocked at how bad his verse was.
2: If I was someone at Playboy Cardi's stature and I was and you know, like Drake called me to the studio, I promise you I it'll be the most pictures I've ever taken in an hour in my life. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw absolutely nothing about Drake in anything, Playboy Cardi. Not one thing. Yeah. So you know he you knew he came out there with some trash.
1: But like like, like you know. I don't like the song, but I could tell I'm listening to it the first time and I'm like, man, Playboy Cardi has to sound good on this. <laughs> like Drake is, is lobbying it up to him like on a silver platter. Yeah, you Like the beat so. is fast paced, all you gotta do is just kinda All you got to do is slide through the beat for, like, 30 seconds. Like, 30 seconds. You got to give me, like, maybe, like, four lines that are, like, decent. And then you can get away with that nonsense that you do. (laughs) I couldn't. I I didn't even think there was maybe there was not a word. You remember,
2: real quick, you remember how, like, uh, Young Doug was on um, About the Money?
1: Yeah.
2: Like his first first five lines are fire. And yeah. the rest of it is just nonsense. Yeah. That's all Playboy had to do. That's just it. Start out fire like, yeah, I'm here with Drake and then come in the hot. It... <laughs> That's
1: it. Come in <laughs> hot and they're not going to care. Yeah. And he he was just he was like awful.
2: Or he could have finished strong. And let them hear the trash and then like know, oh, I gotta get to the good part of Playboy's verse. So they finish the song at least. But yeah. (laughs) I don't understand why he was so bad on there. I really don't.
1: I also didn't really like Chicago Freestyle. Huh? I I didn't really like Chicago Freestyle.
2: Yeah, I didn't. It was just okay. I didn't need it. I really didn't need any of this, honestly. But
1: but I like it, man. I like that he gave us some some good tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got us a little more excited for uh, for his upcoming like real album.
2: Yeah, I didn't hear. Um, I mean, that vitals leak wasn't on there, so I guess that is on the album. That's good. Maybe <sighs> he should bring losses back on the album.
1: Yeah, I, I thought When to say when could have could have made it to the album too.
2: Me too. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Drake has to have the coolest, like, song titles ever. <laughs> yeah. From Florida with Love, Time Flies. Yeah. Not you too.
1: From Florida with Love with, was one of those songs where he experimented on where I actually liked it.
2: Yeah, me too. I think I would have really liked a feature on there, too. Yeah. But uh, I, I liked that. I liked it a lot. Okay. Uh Dark Lane demo tapes. Cool. Alright, what's next?
1: Uh I think at that at this point it's just stuff that we've heard individually. Okay. You first and me. Uh I want to hear about Haley Williams.
2: Uh okay. So we talked about one of Haley Williams what EPs on here? Yeah. The similar one. Um so basically she just took two EPs she released and that's like the first half of this album mm-hmm. and then the second half is new stuff and that new stuff is is really good i mean the whole project's good and we both liked the first ep um second ep was a little bit slower but um <clears throat> it was all good music man it really was I, I don't really have any like i don't really have a deep dive or any complaints but I enjoyed it I really enjoyed the new songs um Taken is probably my favorite song on there uh and then Simmer was you know Simmer is still a go back to song um yeah if you like that kind of indie female led music um which is something I know a lot of people are have a hard time getting into but I think Haley is one of the best at it um for those who liked Paramore this isn't a Paramore album. It's not rock at all. It's like soft pop. Uh, yeah. I think Apple has it as indie pop. It was good.
1: Yeah, it's I, definitely not for everybody.
2: Yeah, definitely not. But I, I really enjoyed it. So I would recommend it for those who liked the EPs. Definitely listen to all of it together. Because it sounds different together. And it sounds good. That's all I got for that.
1: Okay, well I listen to two, two small ones. And I could kind of touch on both of them pretty quickly as well. All right. Uh, I listened to uh, Haley Steinfeld's uh, "Half Written Story" okay. EP, and, and Haley Steinfeld—you know, the actress—she's been kind of slowly dipping into the pop scene, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the opening track of this is really good. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure it was the single. It sounds like it was the single. Uh, mm-hmm. I love use, uh, which I was. I was like, wow, like this is. I like how she sounds. I want to hear more of this. But the other four songs sucked. <laughs> so,
2: that's... I think that's something that people uh, do sometimes. They, if a single is really really good, they just throw some trash on there and say, okay, I'll just ride the single sales out
1: to a whole EP. Yeah. Yeah. MGK tried to do it. He dissed Eminem. You remember?
2: Yeah. He said, "Man, people love that. Okay, they could just take these songs. Let me get a gold album real quick. You know."
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And I love Yous is the is the single. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: If she put if she if she put it as the third track, I think I would have had a little more of a positive kind of opinion on this of this EP, but
2: because you wouldn't have back to back. Yeah back to back to back but
1: but if if I had gone to it you know I only listened to it once but yeah those four songs are really bad okay and the other one I listened to is little tj state of emergency
2: he's been he's been hot lately
1: yeah and I liked him on pop smoke's album so you know this was a short little seven tracks uh-huh uh, i figured i'd check it out and, and it just it's not it's not bad. Like it's fun to listen to but mm-hmm. it's it's shit I've already heard before, I feel like. Mm. Where it just kinda well, feels in, like, generic. Style-wise? Yeah, oh, it okay. just feels generic. It feels like uh like cookie cutter, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like lines I've heard from other guys. Uh and, and the beats didn't really impress me as much as I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm a little skeptical about him moving forward, but I still want to, you know, see a full project to see what he's got. Okay. Yeah.
2: Now, I, I thought he had... He hasn't had an album?
1: I don't know, but this is the first I'm hearing, like, project-wise from him.
2: Okay. Maybe
1: I'm thinking of somebody else. The Pop Smoke song's pretty good, though, on here.
2: Okay. Yeah, he, um... He seemed like he was really close to Pop Smoke.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. So, what's the final verdict on that? It was cool. Cookie Cutter. Nah.
1: Okay. Kind of whack.
2: All right. I listened to um, uh, one more uh. Levin Cali, um, his album is called High Tide. Uh, I've played a gem from him on here before. And uh. This was a really, really good album, man. I really enjoyed this. Uh, he's one of those guys who has like... He's not like a uh, very great vocalist. But he has like a nice sound and R&B voice. And um, he has some good features on here. Sid, Ty Dolla uh Smino. That, was, that song was the single, I think. Um, and it's kind of like playful... R&B, some of it is fast, but most of it is kind of like just smooth uh, smooth R&B, but it's not slow. Very mid-tempo kind of R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the second album, and it's a lot better than the first album. For those who heard the first album and haven't heard this yet, it's a lot better. And uh, He's young. I'm, I'm curious to see what he does in the future as far as more features and more recognition. Because he's kind of like in that outside of the genre thing where, like, um, like he has like a cult following, but he's not well known yet. I you got know? you.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think, uh, if people hear some of this, I think he can get a lot of fans from this because this is a really good project. He's called High Tide. Okay. Yep. That's really all I got for that, too. So, um,. Is there any music coming out?
1: Um as, uh, as far as singles go, have you heard anything interesting? Singles.
2: Mm. No, I don't think so.
1: You? I got to give a shout out low key. Um we've kind of trashed Beyonce as a rapper, for, you know, every time we've gotten a chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I actually has. on her remix with with Megan Thee Stallion? Yeah. I got to say I like I like how she sounded on that.
2: Yeah, she sounded good. She put down for Houston, right? They're both from Houston. Yeah, first time. Yeah. First
1: time I heard her on like a rap track where I'm like, this, this actually is good.
2: <laughs> yeah, she did. It was good. Yeah. Um, it's number one now, right? Or two? It's
1: up there. Yeah, I know. Who did Ariana just released a song with? Uh, not Bieber. Yeah, Bieber. Bieber. Okay.
2: Stuck at home with you or something? Yeah, stuck with you.
1: I haven't heard that. How was
2: that? Uh... It's exactly what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it look it sounded just really easy. Um, that's me. I, I'm, I'm kind of negative about it. It just sounded boring to me. Okay. It sounded like, oh, people will listen to this because our names are on it. That's what it sounded like. But, uh, yeah. Other um singles, I haven't really heard many singles, man. Other than that...
1: Yeah, me neither.
2: Uh, Kid Ink released a single less garbage. What is wrong with Kid Ink, man? How come no one wants to work with Kid Ink anymore? Where's Chris when you need him? I don't know. I would take a Kid Ink and Chris collab album.
1: Oh, no I think question. everybody would. Huh? No question, yeah, for sure.
2: Um, Yeah, I don't have any other singles or any other music news topics
1: uh yeah i'm gonna get to nav probably in the next few days so uh next time we come back i i'm I'm gonna be honest i'll probably only listen to it once even if i like it (laughs) Uh, yeah he's just like really whack to me for sure Uh, but the fact that he has these fire features is is shocking to me they like him man shocking don tolliver
2: he is the weekend cosign, right
1: yeah he's
2: on XO still
1: i think so he, he got young thug on here multiple times travis scott yeah Dude, he, pop smoke made it on here
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep
1: of all the of all the people that i wanted to hear pop smoke with Nav is, like, further than last. Nav was li- <laughs> not even on the list. He's not on the list at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Same here, for sure. <laughs> but I'll give him a listen, man. I'm not going to be that negative when I listen to it. I'm just messing with him now, but.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to it, though, but. That's I'll, I'll wait for your word. If you say it's good when you listen, I'll listen. That's or if you tell me to listen, I'll listen.
1: Oh, six nine is the other big uh, single. It's fire. Uh, that's exactly what I wanted to hear from him.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. The <laughs> M- music video is really funny.
2: Yeah, I love the memes too. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> the memes are great. He's
1: doing he's doing exactly what he used to do, and like he's
2: gonna keep doing
1: it. Yeah, people are kind of feeding him with like I don't know why Meek Mill's trying to attack him so hard. Everyone is. No, I mean, some people are, but, like, Meat Mill's really trying to come after him. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's just, it's kind of feeding his popularity, if anything.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's either going to be, like, one of the greatest stories or the greatest tragedies, unfortunately. I hope he stays safe, but.
1: He's I hate already, for him. He's to beefing be like, with Rich the Kid, I think. Like, dude, are you serious?
2: I hate for him to be one of the people that, like,. The internet is responsible for his danger. Yeah. Because it will be, I mean, contrary to what people feel, it will be everyone else's fault if he gets hurt at this point. It won't be his fault. Yeah. Because people are making it more of a big deal than he is. You know? Um, he's doing what he always does, but the way people are reacting to it is what's going to make it a little bit more dangerous for him.
1: But. You know, I liked I liked in the single that if you kind of focus on the lyrics, he he stays away from like trying to call himself like a thug, yeah, and like that he's like this savage. I was like, I like that he's trying to he's trying to be authentic.
2: Yeah, he's embracing it. Yeah, sticking to girls everything. and
1: just turning up. I like that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's like he might be my favorite meme person. At least as far as artists goes. Yeah. As any artist. I like all the uh, 6 9
1: memes. They're and great. He, he's, like, mastered the lane that he's in. Just yelling? Like, pure hype, pure energy. Just, like, just turn up. Yeah, yeah. That's literally, that's all he does. Like, that's all his music is for. I wonder if, like, his songs go
2: off in the clubs in New York. I wonder.
1: I'm I, I, They used to, I'm sure.
2: Well, there's no one in clubs now, I guess. But I wonder if the new one, when clubs come back, <laughs> will people be going crazy to that with
1: what, what it's about? I, I remember before the snitching thing happened, his, in D.C., they used to play his songs.
2: Hmm.
1: After the snitching well, thing played out, didn't hear him very often.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to hear how it is now.
1: I imagine. I mean, this song is pretty popular i i mean with the quarantine we really don't know who would play it but
2: yeah and still... i can't tell if it's popular because people actually like it or it's popular because it's crazy because it's funny
1: i think it's popular because it's his first track back mm-hmm. uh, and, but but he nailed it man yeah you because if this was a bad song people would be like all right he's he's out of there yeah for sure, uh, but now people are paying attention. So,
2: yep. Uh, futures dropping this week. Are you gonna listen?
1: I might not, to be honest with you. <laughs> what? Uh... I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> like <laughs> straight up. Yeah. And I'm not busy. I can tell you that yeah (laughs) so it's like it's it's not a time issue or like i can't do it i can do it i just don't want to right
2: yeah i get it
1: now i'll I'll see what else drops uh if like nothing else captures my interest uh i I will check it out
2: how do you feel about the uh versus battles you think it's cool you like it have you seen any of
1: them yeah i haven't seen any but it's i think it's cool
2: I saw the Erica Badu versus uh, Jill Scott. That was pretty cool. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Uh, Ludacris is against uh, Nelly next week.
1: That might be this week. Mid-2000s battle.
2: Yeah. Who you got in that, though? 20 songs. Who has a better 20 songs?
1: For me, it's Ludacris. Yeah, me too. It's hard. Ludacris is so much more impactful for me than, than Nelly is. Yeah. Like, Nelly's had some, but he's only had, like, maybe five.
2: That's what I was going to say. I maybe four or five Nellies. Like,
1: I can only think of maybe, like, two or three, honestly.
2: There's some... The thing about Nelly, and I heard a lot of people talking about other battles. Nelly has some that, like, are unbeatable. Like, hot in here beats right. anything. There's no, no song well, anyone can I think
1: Ludacris could put together Like maybe five tracks That could knock it off
2: Yeah But Man And it's just Really probably just Hot in Here Would I would say Hot in Here There's Grills There's uh, the uh, Just
1: a Dream Is like mo- like The most recent one That he's had
2: Yeah Just a Dream There's uh The one with Kelly Rowland. I think it was That was a big hit and then EO, or EI, that's it, right? Yeah. Oh, Luda's getting him out What's
1: of What's your sorry. fantasy? Stand oh, up.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. One more drink. <sighs> yeah, so and those mean... are like
2: his t- second tier hits. Yeah. That's after, you know, <laughs> Southern Hospitality and those. like. Yeah. yeah, Luda's getting him out of here for sure. I mean, it'll probably be fun, though.
1: It'll funny. Be funny. I was thinking the other day, Luda's hopped on a lot of like all-time great or all-time popular songs.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: like uh, why is he on? I still blows my mind that he's on Justin Bieber's "Baby."
2: Oh yeah, yep.
1: He was on th- he... with Tyo Cruz. Like, who remembers Tyo Cruz?
2: I was thinking about him the other day, man. And Ludacris
1: <laughs> is on his most, by far, his most popular song.
2: Right. Um. He also has uh, "All I Do Is Win." Is is he? He's on that, right? Yeah. And he's like the best verse on there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Get back, money maker. Mm. Yeah. No, Nelly no, doesn't have a chance to me.
1: Yeah, my chick bad. Yeah. What was the other single from the? That album, How Low? Yes, How Low.
2: How Low went crazy for some reason. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I understood. I it, it else grew liked
1: on it. me. Yeah, because everybody was so turned to it. I was like, man, I like it.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, one person I saw DMX once to battle Jay Z. Uh, I don't think DMX is one of those guys that has like three songs that are unbeatable though
1: but Jay-Z has songs that are unbeatable
2: he does but not I don't think
1: in a different way
2: yeah I was gonna say nothing Jay-Z made could beat uh, Party Up Party Up is getting everything out of here like maybe New York
1: dirt off your shoulder though
2: Uh, 99
1: problems
2: after DMX gets passes Four Wild cards There's nothing I mean any of his Second tier songs Can't be any of Jay-Z's second tier songs I'm taking DMX's First tier as well I think
1: Nah man I, if, I don't even fuck With Jay-Z like that But I'm gonna give him Some credit on this one Who
2: What are his wild cards What are his Unbeatable songs Jay-Z Yeah
1: Mmm 99 Problems Obviously Yeah hard knock life
2: uh no, I think that I think that could be beat
1: is Empire State of Mind in there
2: yeah that's unbeatable
1: uh
2: watch the, some of the watch of the drones in Paris is unbeatable
1: yeah dirt off your shoulder is to me is classic
2: it's classic it's classic
1: heart of the city
2: that's tough that's tough. I mean, uh, but I, what about
1: the 2K song that I can't remember right now? The intro or whatever? The... Interlude? Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, PSA or whatever. Yes, That's public un- service
1: <laughs> announcement. Yes.
2: That's unbeatable, yeah. but All right, but you got Party Up. You got Rough Riders Anthem.
1: That's it for me. Next one, give it to you? <clears> hmm. <throat> Like Exo is name? is beatable as far, especially when you're going up against Jay Z.
2: Well, I like I said, he has three unbeatables to me. What's my name? Party up and a uh, Rough Riders anthem, our our complete. Wild I forgot
1: about What's up. My Name. Yeah.
2: After that though, Jay Z's washing him. After that, yeah, I'm it's
1: like... yeah, it's a sweet, clean <laughs> sweep.
2: I think Dmx and Fifty would be a better. Uh, yeah
1: they match up up a little more like evenly
2: yeah because that would be hard to judge 50s top four versus dmx's top four yeah that would be tough um you know 50 got a lot of unbeatable songs too to me in the clubs unbeatable
1: oh yeah uh many men
2: many men many men is pretty much wangsta Yeah, tough. 21 Crescent's Oh,
1: man He's got like six just on that album
2: (laughs) People don't give that album enough credit, though Oh, dude Well, I mean, people that I know They forget That's probably I mean, it's top five albums Rap albums ever, for sure
1: Yeah, I I throw top ten Just to not, like, make people Think about it too much
2: My top five is pretty much secure, though like this, it's hard for anything to beat my, like my personal five when it's like the Carter 3 uh you know 50 um all eyes on me those 3 and everything else is it's just tough to beat everything else is just in the air for me basically it really doesn't matter after that for me but that's a conversation for another day anyway um, you want to talk about movies real quick before we get? Yeah, out Yeah, I got
1: some uh, some random stuff I've been checking out. Hmm. Uh, have you seen anything? You said mostly shows.
2: Uh yeah, I've seen mostly shows. Yeah. Did well, we talk about Extraction?
1: No, that was one of the ones I wanted to talk about.
2: I saw that. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it was fire.
1: You know what pissed me off watching that movie? What? Making a great action movie is not that hard.
2: It's not like all you know. The the director was in there. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool.
1: Yeah. But I just like all you have to do is care about what the action looks like. Yeah, because the story, if you really break down the story, like has there been a more simple story than that?
2: That story's been done so many, so times. many
1: times.
2: Yeah, but the movie's but the like was...
1: the movie's executed so well. Yeah, that is so entertaining yeah and you get like evans uh, or hemsworth doesn't have to act great but he the charisma is natural for him it
2: is natural he is probably the best natural charisma out there yes me. dude
1: he is his ev- like his evolutionist thor has made him like a, a awesome actor
2: yeah for sure he's so easy to cast yeah because so many roles I see, I'm like, well, Hemsworth could have did that easily. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that movie is fire. The, act, the scenes, the cinematography in the... Uh, when they went up in the building and, like, they were coming from all the different... um, You know, like, they were coming around all those corners. Yeah, when you he's having the about?
1: knife fight on the street...
2: That was fire.
1: So intense.
2: I mean, I, it, it was just really, really good. I... I think, I really don't have any complaints for that movie, really. Yes,
1: that's what I'm like. Like, the formula is right there.
2: It is. The ending was cool. I liked liked the, you know, mystery. Was that him? Was that an angel? Right. I like how people were doing that. That was cool. I liked it. Um, That's exactly what I
1: want to see from Netflix movies, by the way.
2: Yeah, me too. From their action movies? Yeah, yeah. especially. I, I need that every time um okay what else
1: uh another recommendation that i have is uh i finally watched bad Boys for life oh okay i gotta say it's easily the best one in the series
2: i've heard that i've heard that a couple times i was shocked like
1: your expectations shouldn't be that high mine Mm -hmm. weren't like i thought it would suck (laughs) uh and Surprisingly, they both had way more character depth than they've ever had before. Mm, mm -hmm. And again, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence—they don't have to like their role doesn't have to be written well. The charisma is natural. Yeah, their chemistry is natural. Yeah, like it's it's effortless. Mm -hmm. And they and they give Will Smith like like a little bit more of a chance to shine because the story's kind of centered around him. Yeah, uh, more than like Martin Lawrence, but it usually was right. Yeah, he's awesome in it. I mean, Will Smith is great. Mm-hmm. He's so good as this character, and like none of these movies have been like anything exceptional.
2: Yeah, and those Will in that role is like, like that's probably his most natural thing—the slightly comedic, smart aleck action. Yeah. That's his game. Yeah. It's definitely his game. Some of his best movies are like that.
1: But this movie's but... a lot of fun to watch. It never drags. Mm-hmm. Uh, the action looks good. Mm-hmm. It's realistic. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I was surprised at how good this movie was.
2: Where are they? In the, are they still in Florida? Uh, Yeah, Miami. Okay. Okay, cool. I haven't seen it. Uh, I wasn't... I was, you know My expectations were so low I really didn't even want to see I didn't, really didn't want to be disappointed
1: That's why I enjoyed it so much, I think
2: Okay Because I really,
1: I really thought it would be like The same shit as the other two were
2: Which are like two of the most overhyped movies For ever. sure but,
1: And that that's why yeah. I was so skeptical I was like, "What? like, we don't need a third movie of this Right But they actually, they take it a little more seriously That's good so I liked it a lot.
2: Okay, cool.
1: And I have two, two movies that I am not recommending. Okay. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> terrible. That's old though. Terrible. Yeah, that's I, I. said I'm catching up on like random stuff.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's it's terrible. So
1: yeah. bad, dude. What's the, what's the lead? Kenneth uh, Bra Brana. I don't know. Is, I might be saying his name wrong. One of the worst lead performances I've ever seen in my life.
2: I don't know his name either. but In my yeah.
1: life. He was awful. <laughs> yeah. Like his accent was annoying. You couldn't understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. He, like he wanted. I don't know. I just I, I thought the movie sucked. Like we just had a good movie in that genre with Knives Out.
2: He directed it though too. Right? I think so i'm sick of that too
1: but like that's that's my thing i'm coming from knives out which was pretty good pretty fun really good and this movie was so like so boring the mystery was like so uninspired so basic and i know
2: i'm like people consider me like a johnny depp uh stan But I hate when Johnny Depp is like an extra in movies. Yeah. I really do. And
1: he's great in this movie for like 10 minutes.
2: Yeah. I I hate that. Because he's not... I mean, he's never like... He's rarely complete garbage. But when he's an extra, it's like, why is he here? Why? Just for that? Yeah, it's annoying. It's like a tease that's unnecessary. There's
1: so many wasted actors in here.
2: Yeah. Why why are you
1: like... Why are you getting this all-star cast if only, like, three actors have shit to do? William Defoe. What is the... What is Josh uh, Gad, Gad in there for? <laughs> no reason at all. Yeah. He's, like, the, the co-worker. It's so... The, the plot sucks. Yeah, it does. Those movies only work if the story's compelling. And, and this movie just was not at all.
2: This just seems more like it should have stayed in theater on Broadway or something. Yeah,
1: and it felt fake. Dude, when they were out of the train, it looked so fake. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. You invested money into all this casting, but we can't get real snow? (laughs) We can't get a real train track? Yeah. In a movie that's 80% on the train?
2: Yeah. Whatever. Poor Agatha Christie. <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not doing her justice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. What was the and another other... movie? That's actually pretty new is uh, Bad Education uh, with Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman? Yes. It's a HBO movie that just came out. Okay. It's about the um, <clears throat> Long Island uh, school superintendent embezzlement thing mm, okay. from like the mid 2000s i think oh okay um the story is like interesting especially if you know what it's based off of uh-huh. but this movie's very slow
2: they threw alex wolf in there huh
1: there's a lot of good actors in there
2: okay
1: allison Janney's in there
2: uh-huh. uh
1: but it's just it's very slow
2: it was bad though. Or just boring.
1: It was boring. Okay. Like the I thought the ending was kind of not earned because mm-hmm. everything was so dragged out that you didn't really like they went for this kind of payoff with Hugh Jackman's character but they they never really got it. Mm. At least that's okay. how I felt, but uh it's, it's worth a watch if you have HBO. I mean, you know, it's free okay Hugh Jackman's good as he always is it's long it's not that long but it feels long
2: okay I might check it out Ray Romano okay (laughs) why does Ray Romano get the most random roles I don't know all right okay Uh, you want to talk about Invisible Man right
1: yes you caught up fire so good five year. Exactly what I wanted from a thriller.
2: Yes, I haven't seen a thriller this good in a, in a while. Like this kind of thriller. Yeah. And I got to say it was it I had low expectations for it, but not like I guess I didn't think it wasn't I didn't think it was going to be bad, but I didn't think it was going to be good. I was like, "Uh, oh, yeah, whatever." Like I kind of seen the trailer, I know what's going to happen. It looked like one of those movies that the trailer showed everything. Yes. And it definitely does not.
1: And you know, what makes this movie really good is like, even though you know some of the scares are coming, the movie still keeps you tense the entire time.
2: Yeah, it does. Like, you're
1: literally tense from start to finish of this movie.
2: Yeah. Yep. And that, I mean, and that's a really good point. And they don't, movies don't do that enough. Yeah. For sure there's no downtime in this and all the actors were
1: good yeah i love Um, the lead actress is so good in this
2: yeah uh moss yeah elizabeth moss
1: yeah and it's like the movie's kind of with her the entire time Mm -hmm. so it's very like she has to carry the movie a lot of the time yeah uh and she just nails it
2: and the invisible like fight scenes were really good yeah from everybody. Aldis Hodge uh, was good too with his invisible fight yeah. scene. It was short, but it was good. The ending was good. Good ending. I liked it. It really and I don't think any of it was predictable either. Yeah. The ending was probably the only part that I kind of I predicted the rest of it though. Yeah. I,
1: I was shocked by the uh the restaurant scene. Yes. Cuz like just as you think she's kind of like figuring shit out yeah and he's like he's kind of relaxed yeah and he's just being a creep like you know he's not gonna get too crazy yeah and then all of a sudden the movie just goes off the rails at that point
2: point.
1: Hmm. Uh, and like like i knew it was gonna get to that point but it still caught me off guard how it happened
2: yeah the when he said you can't commit a crime yeah i was like oh yeah some something has to yeah. like yeah yeah for sure I was the same way. I'm like, man that that is not what I was expecting from this. I thought it was gonna happen like a lot earlier, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it they did it at a time where you really didn't think it was gonna happen. And the, also with the characters, they all the characters had like the perfect amount of screen time where you it like added to the thrill. Yeah, because like I definitely thought the sister and this is a spoiler but i definitely thought the sister was gonna like start being in it more
1: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> this movie sets you up like it's going in this kind of like basic stalker direction yeah and then it, it becomes a full-blown thriller yep. yeah and I, I really like that
2: mm-hmm. all right um i watched uh little fires everywhere I think I talked about it a little bit. I don't think I had finished it last time. Yeah, I
1: think you were just starting it.
2: It was fire. Of course. It was amazing. And when I say amazing, I mean, it was two amazing actresses at their best, for sure. I haven't seen anything negative about it. But, I mean, the, the show tackled a lot of different topics, which I liked. It tackled racism. It tackled... It tackled... um you know uh homophobia and it tackled um social status it was just a really 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 good show i thought it was very um very well done i'm not a big drama guy like normally i wouldn't watch a show that was just all drama Yeah, but this was really good i thought every character in it was good too all the um there was a lot of kids in there um like reese's kids and carrie's kids were they were both really good um and not both but all the kids are really good mm-hmm. it was a good show i really enjoyed it. i would recommend anyone who hasn't seen it, it's on hulu or you know wherever you watch your shows but yeah it was good that's all i think that's really all i got for yeah the new stuff
1: um we had an interesting conversation about the uh the classic roles the who has the most
2: yeah yeah uh (laughs) um you want to talk about it on here
1: I mean there's not I don't really want to get into it too deep
2: yeah but it's just a fun conversation for everyone to have who has the most classic roles as you know individually as an actor um so I think it's cool for everyone to experiment with that um A lot of names you can throw out there.
1: A name I forgot to mention when we talked about it was uh, Tom Hanks. Oh
2: yeah, he's got. He has some classics. He might have. His classics are really, really big. You know, it's funny because some of
1: these. It goes back to like, like you were talking about the rap battles. Like some of these guys have like undefeated classics. Yeah, like like Forrest Gump. Like you're not beating Forrest Gump. Yeah, unbeatable, yeah. And then, like, we, Denzel Washington's a guy who has certain roles are just unbeatable.
2: Training Day is unbeatable.
1: Unbeatable!
2: Yeah. And, and that, that was the thing with Al, because he has, you know, the Godfather wild cards. Right. And then Scarface is unbeatable. But, you know, it, it's tough. It's it's tough. It's a good conversation. Yeah. And it really probably comes down to to taste, because some... There's some movies who are, like, you know, edge classics. Like, it's a classic because I like it, or a lot of people may like it, but is it really, would everyone consider that a classic? Yeah. It's one of, you know, that's the tough part about the conversation, but it's also the fun part where you can argue with people about it, debate. Um. Oh, real quick, I did see another show on uh, Apple called um, Home Before Dark. And it's about this. Uh, have you seen the trailer for it? No. It's about this little girl who, um, whose dad was a reporter, and he quit reporting because he kept getting really emotionally involved into the stories and stuff. But she wants to be a reporter, and they move back to the city he grew up in, where, um, you know, something happened in his past, and she goes on like this reporting trying to figure out uh, what happened in the mystery. Mm -hmm. And, man, it's it's one of my favorite first seasons of a show I've seen in a really long time. I really, really enjoyed it. It it was just really cool. The kids... And, you know, the kid-led shows are becoming big now because of Stranger Things, probably. Yeah. But this is one of those, like, she does an amazing job. The dad in there was really good. He was... The guy that was in um remember 21
1: mm-hmm.
2: that guy is the dad jim sturgis um, yeah yeah okay yep yeah. um i don't really know anyone else on there but it was it was a really good show it was fun it was funny it had re- really good mystery um all the characters it was like Everyone had secrets. is one of those everyone has a secret shows. Yeah. And she was trying to get to the bottom of the secrets. It was really good. And I think off the trailer, you think it may seem like a kid show, but it's it's definitely like a everyone would really like it. I think mm-hmm. it sucks that it's on Apple, such an exclusive thing. But um, yeah, if you have Apple or if you have a way to watch Apple shows, like I do, uh, it is really it's worth it. It's worth watching. So. And that's uh, "Home Before Dark." It's called. Uh, that is all I have, as far as that goes. Um, you have anything else? Uh, no. Okay, uh, I'm gonna play a gem off of Levin Callie's album. Let me pick which one I want real quick. I I think anyone can find a song off this album that they will like. So I'm gonna pick one. Uh, this is Get By by Levin Kelly. <laughs>
5: works all day on a pension, 9 to 5 just wait too long, moving in the right direction, but she always seems so far, she thought by now she'd be fancy, double CC's on her ways, but the promises were empty, and the compliments feel fake, oh it's hard, From the next shift, but he needs the overtime. Eyes are closed and cooking breakfast. Right back out the door and five.
2: was uh, Get By by Levin off of High Tide um, and that's it for episode 101 we'll be back soon uh, we've been skipping weeks basically because we don't have sports to talk about um, and music is pretty light uh, and because we don't have a lot of sports to talk about we can get in two weeks worth of music each podcast yeah. so um yeah, that's it for me. Uh, I'm going to watch um, that new Scooby Doo movie. I don't want to pay for it, though, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch. What's the Vin Diesel movie that just came out?
1: Bloodshot.
2: Yeah, I'm going to watch that too before next podcast. Oh, that looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Guy Pierce in there? Yeah. I wish Guy Pierce got better roles, man. <laughs> so much memento is one of my favorite so- my favorite movies of all times and then like nothing else from him is good to me yeah. uh. all right anyway i'm gonna play um uh, a little bit of party next door and drake off of party next door's first project uh this is over here as our throwback and we'll be back next time
6: When my head hurt Used to be going out we want a party celebration on me. Well, what was up? Pay homage. I rolled through the city like young Shaq Muhammad. It can't be that hard to find us. Go to jungle, pick up my Ethiopian goddess. That's when word spreadable. god is in the projects, the boy home. You should take the bus to the block. Now, summertime whips come through and bust up the block. I remember seeing Neeks have to bust up a block and then settle work right to hush. Y'all niggas must have forgot. But I was there and I was done shit. Couple things sit on my conscience. With that said, look at all we accomplished. And sure, this ain't comping, but this ain't a fairy tale land neither. We all lost man, people the city wild. They gave the task to a purposeful child. Verses start to get a little more personal now. But that's cause everybody else sounded so played out though. Oliver North in the cut, though, shade out though. A thousand dollar bottle, it get poured straight out though. I'm screaming over yo on the whole way out, though. I'm back boy for real. I'm that boy for real. I got hits, nigga. You just a bad boy for real. Get peeled, I smoke away all the tears. Nothing was the same, man, including y'all careers. The new cash money, the new Rockefeller. Bunch of young rich niggas. Turn around if you're jealous, boy.